0: Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast podcast for the week of January 30th, 2023. I'm your host, Zach. And I'm your co-host, Chris. And uh, yeah, we got tons of this week. We got the... Uh, DC, what the, the, the chapter one plan of what the new DC is going to be. We'll dive into that in a little bit, and a bunch of other. We Showtime has changed its name or just is get, is getting rebranded. Totally like lots of craziness happening, but um, we got to kick things off with some sad news. Uh, we lost a uh, a genre favorite. Um, like I think it was Sunday or this this past weekend, uh, Annie Wershing passed away at age forty five, which was you know obviously way too young, but she. Uh, apparently she'd been banning cancer for a while. But was, I guess in 2020, uh, she got diagnosed then. But she was still, like, showing up in, like, like lots of, like, like, Star Trek Picard and The Rookie and other TV shows.
1: Yeah, just uh, doing her best with what she got.
0: And, uh, yeah, I definitely, like, first thing I saw, I definitely, like, really, like, first saw her in was 24 when she was, like, Renee Walker. And I think it was, like, season seven and eight. When she was on 24.
2: Yeah, I mean I tapped out before
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Um and then yeah, season seven seven and eight. She was also on uh like t- lots tons of like recent TV shows like Vampire Diaries, Runaways, uh Timeless, Bosch. Um she was Tess in the game The Last of Us, so, like the first game, and I think the it remake as well. Uh, she, was, she was the voice for Tess. And yeah, ton, tons of other, like, lots of, like, sci-fi and, you know, genre stuff all over the place.
1: Yeah, when I saw her in her Borg makeup, it's like, you totally lose her. It's, you, all you see is the Borg queen.
0: Yeah, apparently uh, season two of Picard, from what I've heard, is not Good, but she oh, was no. good. She was good as like the. Board, it was like like she was like a highlight, according to a lot of people. So yeah, lots lots of other, like games like she was an anthem, the game, and like lots of other games and like lots, any like a pretty much any like recent TV show the, like the last, I don't know, ten years. She was probably like a, a guest star or like a regular on at one point. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, she, um,
0: she worked. She wasn't just someone who was typecast. But, uh, yeah, so RIP, yeah, yeah. 45, way too young. Cancer sucks. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, but moving on, uh, we got, we got, the, definitely the biggest news of the week is that we got, um, James Gunn, Peter Safran, uh, had a big, like, uh, I guess they had a press event and then like, James Gunn had, like, a social media video slash, like, presentation about basically what we can expect from their new DC universe for, like, movies and TV shows. Uh, now that they're, like, now that they're in charge of everything. so So they laid out 10 projects that are coming in the near future. In like in like various forms of development like most of them are like extremely early like not even <laughs> a script or casting or anything but some guys a couple are like further along than others but we'll, just, we'll run through them and uh, kind of just give quick thoughts on them all um every everything all these projects are under the the umbrella of chapter one gods and monsters so like i guess i guess they're doing like how marvel's doing its phases like we're now we're getting like dc's going to be doing chapters and then, every, and then everything on uh, all these, all these projects are like interconnected and on this under on this on, like chapter one umbrella, but it's we're like getting phases. Yeah. It's yeah. This yeah. Weird chapter call. So we are getting uh Superman legacy, which is the Superman movie written by James Gunn. Uh, he might direct it. That's not clear yet, but that's like, I guess that's potentially like a, a possibility is that he might direct it as well. Um, it's gonna it got a release date it's july eleventh twenty twenty five is when that's coming out and it focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing and it's, it's not gonna be an orange story it seems like sounds like it's kind of like established Superman like he's like Clark Kent working at daily bugle he's he's been Superman for a while and just like a, a, like just picking up like a couple years couple years until like him being Superman already and
2: it's and it's definitely not Henry Cavill.
1: Yeah, like it's like not the fact that we are jumping ahead to Superman story that's not an original story. It's like that's fine. I, mean, I feel like Superman origin story can be summed up in like uh, one simple flashback, but I hope they don't.
0: Yeah, yeah, you. Know what I, mean? I don't even think you need flashbacks. Like, like the reason like the Spider-Man like Tom Holland movies have been so good is like, the, like they don't do flashbacks. They just like it happened. Like we're just he's he's just been Spider-Man for like however long he's been Spider-Man. We don't need to see any of that, any like origin stuff.
2: Yeah, and
3: like, and, like, and,
0: like, and, like Superman's origin is like, is like it's, like, it's like, it's like Greek mythology at this point. It's like every, like literally every person on Earth knows Superman's origin. So, but yeah, no, no casting on Superman. Um, uh, but yeah, that's gonna, be, that's like one of the biggest. That's like, like, like one of the like, uh, like like l- linchpin movies for this new slate. They, they basically said that they said uh, Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman are their diamond characters. And then they're going to like use them to like prop up these other characters. So we're also getting uh Waller, which is a live action HBO max show. Uh, Viola Davis is coming back as Amanda Waller. It's going to be a spin-off of Peacemaker and like that whole side of like suicide squad side of things. And it's gonna take place take, take place between seasons one and two of Peacemaker. So it, like so, James Gunn's working on all this other stuff. So apparently that, that, that's like delaying Peacemaker season two, which was apparently is still on the way. But like they're they're working on Waller to like kind of like like fill the gap between those. Which it, it, it it's it's a little weird that like they're they are keeping like you know like oh like. The Suicide Squad slash Peacemaker is still canon, but, like, everything else isn't. <laughs> like, how
1: that, like, the prior how does that movie work? isn't?
0: Yeah, yeah like, because, like, VL Davis is still is still Amanda Waller, but, like, uh, apparently, because apparently what's going to happen is, like, The Flash this year is going to reboot everything. It's, like, we are going to get, like, a Flashpoint kind of event or something in, in the Flash movie, and then that that's going to kick off, like, that that's the kickoff point for, like, now we're in, like, the new, like, James Gunn, Peter Safran universe.
1: But, but like, somehow.
0: But like, yeah, somehow like Suicide Squad, Peacemaker, and Amanda Waller are all the same.
1: I mean, because they never showed the heroes fully, but there was a Justice League in Peacemaker.
0: It was the Zack Snyder's at Justice League, because like, cause it was Jason Momoa and uh, Ezra Miller showed up. All right, so.
1: I, I know Peacemaker kind of put a band aid,
0: like a good band aid. On the Snack zider verse to I mean, make it palatable. I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess you could say it's like the same actors, but then they're like, it's like a slightly, it's like an alter, it's like a multiverse. It's like they're not exactly the same as like. <laughs> but it picks up when, directly from. Yeah, that's the, the thing. It's like, thought. yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they'll be like explain that and like make it like work. Um. But yeah, that that's 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 on the way. Uh. All all the TV shows are going to be HBO Max shows. Um, Nothing on, like, no more, nothing CW, no network shows. It's it's all streaming on HBO Max for the the TV series. So we're also getting uh, Creature Commandos, which is an HBO Max animated series. Um, James Gunn wrote all the episodes for this. um, And it's going to be, like, it's, Based on the, obviously the, the comic book team, although it's, it's a slightly different lineup than like some of the previous like comic book Creature Commando lineups. Um, so you have Rick Flag Senior, you have uh, Nina Mazursky, who's kind of like a Gill woman. Um, you have Doctor Phosphorus, you have Frankenstein, you have the Bride of Frankenstein, you have GI Robot, and then you have Weasel, who appears to be also be like the Weasel from the Suicide Squad.
2: Because somehow recaptured him again.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that, that team doing whatever, whatever fighting whatever they, they fight. Um, and another thing they mentioned is, like, apparently they're, ca- they're trying to cast people for, like, to be spread across all properties. So, like, whoever they cast is, like, Rick Flagg Sr. on the show. Like, that actor would appear, would appear if, 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 like, Rick, 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 Rick Flagg Sr. was showing up in live action, it'd be the same act, voice actor. It'd be the person they cast to be the voice actor on the show. Would be the live-action person for like a movie or a TV show if they if that character showed up, and apparently apparently it also applies to, like games like so, like they like because there's also been, like games tied into like uh this like DC Studios universe so like if like whoever they cast is like their Batman would be the Batman for like if there's a game that has their Batman in it, it'd be that, the actor would be the, the voice of Batman in that, and then, like, if there's an animated thing that has Batman in it, it'd be that, like, the live-action Batman that they cast is gonna be that, voice that Batman. So, like, apparently, they're really trying to, like, like, have, like, continuity between everything.
2: Which is good, but I feel like they shouldn't, like,
1: if, if, if it wasn't such a desperate attempt to do it right, and get the timelines in order kind of how like the Netflix Marvel shows were doing mm-hmm. and then sort of what Agents of SHIELD was doing before it went off the rails so it's like it doesn't feel that original it feels very like uh, they they're just trying to align themselves like that now
0: well we we'll hope it's going to be more like what Marvel's doing now with like the Disney Plus shows which are which are much more tied into like the movies and everything so yeah yeah but
1: it feels like dc just got to that step of like the netflix level of making it all make sense first again HO max i have no idea what the next pull the rug move could be where yeah
0: that's the thing too like yeah like any at any moment they could be like yeah we're not doing it anymore like all, all everything's canceled
1: Everything's canceled in fact it's all moving
0: it could be yep we're selling it to Ro- we're selling it to Roku channel or whatever, like or like to like we did with Westworld.
2: <laughs> yep. It's going the way of that direction.
0: Yeah. But uh speaking of HBO Max, there's also gonna be a uh HBO Max uh Green Lantern show called Lanterns, which apparently is gonna be a they're describing it as like a true detective style mystery show where Hale Jordan and John Stewart teaming up to like uh, they're like patrolling Earth and then Get, get involved in some sort of mystery.
2: Yeah, the true detective
1: angle on it is interesting because I feel like uh, these intergalactic police people show up and it's like, are they start solving their own Green Lantern mur- murder or is it they just going to another planet and they're just like hard-boiled detectiving?
0: Yeah, well, apparently apparently the mystery is going to be based on... It's, uh, it's based on Earth... Um, I guess they said other lan- other lanterns might show up, um, but it's gonna be really focused on like Hale Jordan and John Stewart, like being like this like pair of like space cops coming to like investigate this like uh, Earth mystery.
1: But like they have to because unless they have like another Earth lantern, which they only have four. If you think Guy Kyle Guy Gardner, yeah, Kyle, Guy Gardner, Kyle and then Kyle Rayner. Mm-hmm. Like I think mean, there's also like a female one, but. The rest of them are alien to Earth, like they don't know the customs. They don't look anything like humans, so like it has to be the Earth division.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't
1: know. You think it's gonna be like a comedy or a horror or a crime horror?
0: I, I don't I don't think it's gonna be a horror. I think it's I think it's gonna be like a like yeah like a crime drama show probably. Oh
1: good, it's gonna be like Perry Mason. <laughs>
0: I think I think it's definitely gonna come down to like who they cast in like as like Hal Jordan and John Stewart too, because like you got and like you need like you need like a duo that's really gonna like like work work against each other or work work off each other really well. And apparently, apparently the show is also like like another key point. Like whatever happens in this show is gonna be a key plot point for like the entire like chapter one of whatever story they're telling, but the the big overarching story. So, uh, we also found out there's going to be a movie, a live action movie based on The Authority, which is a very kind of like out of left field choice for <laughs> this like new DC universe. So I was, I, this is like the originated in like a, in like Wildstorm comics and then got folded like into like the DC proper, uh, created by Warren Ellis and Brian Hitch, like way back in the day when it was Wildstorm. And then, uh, I think like Mark Millar got in there, and like some other like uh, I think Grant Morrison also did a run on the Authority. Have you have you read any of the Authority, Chris? Nope. I think it, what was it? What was what were they before the Authority? Because they there it was it was another name before they were the Authority. Stormwatch was like when it was when it was Wildstorm. I I I read I read some of that because like it, it, was, it was it was it was good, um and then uh, plant they are also they were also in Planetary. I'm
1: just thinking like
0: if it's not Wildcats, I have no
1: idea.
0: I mean this this I mean this could delete like if this like 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 catches on and there's like a big hit, I mean we could get like a freaking like wild like a live action Wildcats movie. Or a TV show or something that'd be that'd be nuts.
1: Yeah, they, do you remember the Wildcats TV show?
0: The, the cartoon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like a totally. If you didn't know that from like going to a comic store, you're like, what is this generic action show? That's like <laughs> yeah. it wants to be the. It was like the Avengers of like the mid
0: 90s in the early 90s. I would. The the Wildcats cartoon was probably better than the 90s Avengers cartoon. <laughs>
1: yes i i that i get but the it was like it was so edgy but like in a very kid-friendly way and i'm like all right it's just weird
0: but yeah the the authority is um they're like a superhero team um they're sort of like you know like they're like all kind of like slightly like alternate versions of like there's like Apollo, who's like a bioengineered Superman kind of style person. There's like Midnighter, who's like uh, Batman, but he can like, he can like, he has like, actually has like a special ability. Like, he like see, like, see his opponent's moves before they happen. And it's like, so it's, it's, they're a lot like, they're like similar to like DC characters. Um, and, but they're also like much more like brutal and ruthless. Like, like, they'll, they'll do, they'll do like whatever it takes to like keep, like, Solve whatever problem they're solving, including like murdering people or like killing people.
1: That's not actually in the comic too. Yeah, like they, like they
0: were they 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 were, they were just like like the world they exist in is like so like messed up. They're just like, well, we're just gonna do what like we have powers. We're just gonna like do whatever it takes to like like stop stop these like villains and like get, try to get this like world back on track. Including we'll just kill whoever we need to
2: kill and like do whatever we need to do.
1: Yeah, I didn't read the comics. I've seen the covers, I've seen posters, but I didn't know they straight up murdered like villains.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're, I, I, I don't, I don't know how they like kind of like coexist with like DC uh, now because they all got all, every, all the Wildstorm stuff got folded into like the proper DC universe. But I haven't read or seen anything of like how that right. works.
1: I know like one character got brought over, and then that was about it. Mm-hmm. It was, like the
0: guy with the mask and the guns. Yeah. Oh, grifter. Grifter, a, I guess. But, but he's a wildcat. Oh. All right. He's like the main wildcat's character. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely an out there, interesting choice of like this, like very, very obscure. Like I mean, comic, comic book, like very, like into, like into comics, comic books, like fans know the authority, but like that's gonna be like like a, a, a pretty like crazy sell for like mainstream audiences of like hey, here's this brand new team of superheroes
1: right but i feel like the, the now is the time to introduce like crazy kind of not deep lore but kind of like the b team c team of things just because you know it's hot comics
0: are hot right now yeah well and it's, even as, it's, it's, it's gonna be weird too like if they introduce the authority and then they're gonna but they're also gonna like Eventually, you're going to have like they're, they're going to rebuild the Justice League again because they're going to have like a new Superman, a new Wonder Woman, a new Batman, probably. So it's like you're going to have this what like like the Justice League and the like this like more brutal Justice League <laughs> in the same like universe. Oh, you got a point.
1: Yeah. See, that's that, that's another thing. That was a harder idea where it all exists in the same universe, you know? It'd
0: be like if, if it'd be like if the boys was like literally in the DC universe and you had like to just sleep and you had the seven (laughs) that they're in the same universe.
1: Yeah. Except the seven aren't psychos. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. It's, it's whenever you think about some of the Marvel characters that what they do and how they can fight and what they're, what they're dealing with their average day crime, you know, quote unquote crime is like Mm -hmm. not a bank robbery. It's not street level crime. Like one of them is legit, like fighting aliens. And it's like, He's not going to stop a gangster trying to, like, smuggle heroin. Mm-hmm. Let alone, if he is, he's going to, like, punch him out and say not to do that. Meanwhile, <laughs> the other one is going to drop, like, the power of a thousand suns on this warehouse, you know, and just blow a hole. You know, that's why it's like, you, don't, you can't make a Captain Marvel show where she stops, like, bank robbers. Like, it has to be yeah. ramped up. And I think, I didn't finish the Miss Marvel show, but having her start at that level makes sense. But, I don't know. It's like, then if you throw her into space, it's like, well, okay, what are you going to do for season two after that? You know, like, back to Earth, and now what?
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll we'll find out this year, I guess, when the, the Marvels comes out.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: But anyway, back, back to DC stuff. Uh, we also found out there's going to be a live-action HBO Max series called... Paradise Lost, which is basically being dis- described as, like, Game of Thrones style, but it's, like, the early days of Themyscira, so it's, like, the origins of Themyscira and, like, their society, and it's taking place, like, hundreds of years before Diana's born. I'm not really interested. I, yeah, I... There I, definitely def- 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 needs to be, like, a... like Wait for a trailer to see what the hell that is, <laughs> like... Yeah,
1: on, on premise alone, I'm just, like, not into it. No, it has nothing to do with like it being mostly women or anything. It's just that, like, so it's like Amazon women, Amazonians, just arguing with each other because yeah, there's, there's like no
0: different other like different different factions and like like there's different like power players and, and the mascara and like all of them trying like decide what's best or something. I, I yeah, I don't, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, it seems like it seems like everyone's on the, pretty much the same page, at least from like the Wonder Woman like movies we've gotten so far. So it's like, like is how do you turn that into, like a lot of like backstabbing and like pol- political maneuvering and stuff. I guess it,
1: it's like the people who rule. uh, you have to earn it, and the first generation didn't earn it through like honor. They probably were just murderous people.
0: Maybe. Maybe i not a lot of details of so that. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Th- 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 there's something I'll wait and see on that one. Probably. Um, we're also getting the brave and the bold, which is going to be a live action movie, uh, based on Grant Morrison's comics. Uh, so his like, his like comic run that was under that, uh, title. And it's going to be a Batman, Batman and Robin movie. It's going to be uh feature Batman and Damian Wayne as Robin. um, I think James Gunn also mentioned that he, they really want to get, like, a, a lot of the other, like, Bat family in there. Um, I don't, Maybe not in this movie. or They, they might maybe have a cameo in this movie, but they really want to, like, build out the Bat family going forward. And it'll be def, definitely, it'll, it's going to be a new Batman actor. Um, Definitely not Ben Affleck. Although, this, apparently this might be one of the, like, because they've, t- they've been talking to, like, Ben Affleck to, like, direct a movie. So this might be one of the, like, he might be in talks or he might be interested in directing this one.
2: But yeah, that that, that Grant Morrison run is like very, very, very highly regarded. So <laughs> it's,
0: it's, it's 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 interesting too. They're like jumping right into like uh Rob, we're like jumping right into like Damian Wayne, Robin, like after we had like when was like when was the last Robin movie like like it's been like when was, when did Batman Batman and Robin come out like thirty years ago <laughs> like we haven't had a Robin like a in a movie. Robin. Yeah. yeah, man, I
1: haven't thought about that. It's
0: been that I mean, long. I mean, I mean, they implied I, I, the Snyder first implied there was Robin's, but then they got whichever one that was got murdered by the Joker.
2: So,
3: well,
1: I, I, I like the Titans version of Robin mm-hmm. slash Nightwing than the other Robin. Yeah,
0: that, that that's that's our most recent like Robin uh, in live action that we've gotten. And that's and that's ending in like, <laughs> a couple months. So we're also uh, getting on HBO Max. We're getting a live action uh, Booster Gold show. That's gonna, you know, follow the basic premise of Booster Gold, which is like he's a loser from the twenty fifth century that comes back, and he because he has like future tech, he's able to become a superhero in our time, or try to become a superhero in our time. Apparently, in his own time, he's not. Yeah, he's he's just like a, like a. a of, of like a loser who just because the only thing that makes it special is he he has like these like like gadgets that he stole.
1: That's weird to think. I mean, I understand, but think about this: um, if you ever go to the pass and you bring bring with you like a microwave, mm-hmm. can you technically like be a superhero? <laughs> like maybe, yeah.
0: And uh, this and they said that. So this one's definitely a comedy. It's so it's gonna be like a like a, a comedy superhero show. That's good. Which I mean, yeah, Booster Gold can't be a serious like drama thing. It's gotta be like a wacky comedy. Um, they also announced uh Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. It's a live action movie. It's based on the Tom King and Bilquis evely uh I think it was an eight-issue run. It was like an eight-issue story. Um and it basically it kind of like it was like a this kind of new origin for uh, for Kara where she's like adrift on like a chunk of Krypton for like the first 14 years of her life, and then like there's a bunch of like other Kryptonian survivors on this chunk of P- Krypton just like flowing through space, and then like everyone just start, like everyone kind of like j- is like just dying around her, and then she, that makes her like really like <laughs> she's become like, basically like a survi- like a like a castaway survivor.
2: It sounds like a really, like, depressing
0: idea.
1: It, I mean, it might be great drama, but that is just sad, where it's just her on this rock.
0: Yeah, and then, yeah, other there's, there's other Kryptonians there, but they're just, like, dying and not surviving, and then she's, like, the only one left. And uh, Tom Tom King, who wrote that comic series, is apparently, like, one of, also one of, like, the main, like, uh th- like, the. James Gunn and Pierce Effort and have, have assembled a kind of this, like 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 writer's room slash like the, like development team, and like he's one of the main guys on the development team. And then uh last announcement was that uh we're getting a live action movie based on Swamp Thing. That's gonna be like a dark horror movie version of Swamp Thing. Which uh, yeah, hopefully it'll work out better than the uh, the DC Universe show. Which I mean, I mean that apparently I I still haven't seen that yet, but like apparently by all accounts that was actually a a good show. This from it just got caught up in like the last batch of like HBO, Warner Brothers like corporate drama. Like the first batch of it. Yeah, like the AT and T Warner Brothers like drama. And whatever, like, whatever, like, they didn't get a tax. Like, they thought we getting, they were get like a tax exemption. And they didn't get it or something. I, I forget exactly what happened with the swap thing, but it was like it was like literally like the first episode aired and was like, well, it's canceled. Don't, there's I mean, there's no point in watching it anymore. And then wow. it, was like on a, it was on the CW during like I think it was like that was like one like the like like when it was like when it was like COVID like 2020 and they're like we have we have no shows. <laughs> was, and there like, is
1: nothing new.
0: What was the air swap thing on TW? And then just a couple, couple couple other things I mentioned. Um, so like so Matt Reeves' Batman sequel, uh, like Joker, uh, like Faliado, like all the sequels to those, like those two are still in development. Um, they're gonna be like dubbed, like they're basically anything that's not in the DC Studios, like this Chapter One Gods and Monsters, uh, silo is gonna be out, like branded Elseworlds. And it's going to be, like, explicitly, like, they're going to, like, really make it clear, like, this is not canon to, like, the main story that we're telling.
1: Which I'm fine with. Like, the fact that me and you use the term Elseworld as, like, alternate thing. Yeah. Is good that, like, they set a precedence. But for us, for the regular fan that doesn't know, it's, like. You do that to just series that don't really connect to main stories, you know, like, and you're fine. Um, It sucks because, again, you have you want to start strong with this connected universe, but then you're still going off the rails and doing your own doing your own little like, oh, no, this is non-canon, you know, like. Like, why not? What if this becomes like such a weird hit that, like, you regret not making it like part of the main storyline?
0: Well, I mean, they're already like, both. I mean, the the Batman and Joker are both hits. So well,
1: yeah, yeah. And the crazy thing is, don't you wish that that kind of started the whole universe again? Don't you want Robert Patterson and like other Batman stories now interacting with like the few, the parallel cast and stuff?
0: I mean, probably like like I. Everything that Matt Reeves was, was doing in the Batman was fantastic. So,
1: I mean, you you can still insert the Batman into other like DC movie timeline stuff if you really surgically mention at what point did this happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Joker that's there. Like, okay, this is gonna go on a small tangent, but. The theory that basically that a Joker made that Joker out of a Robin, like the uh, Zack Snyder Joker from like kind of red hooding someone makes sense in that timeline. Like if you said that the Batman uh, took place in like the 90s, and by the time Suicide why the Suicide Squad Joker shows up, that's like the 2020s, you know. Then like it makes sense why like a young Robin
2: is now like a crazy Juggalo businessman. Mm. It's a it's a different Joker.
1: I'm all for that theory. It doesn't make sense yet, but like. This is the crazy like what like we got to get to a flashpoint to hard reset everything and then explain why certain movies don't make sense. Like or don't fit in and are all or are in other universes.
0: Yeah, and then I think I think James Gunn and Pierce, Heffer, I, was, I mentioned like all all the system, subjects change like they could like add something in later or change like change the stuff. But uh, yeah, as of right now, this is like their like plan going forward. So
2: I'm also missing the DC Dome thing. Oh, the fan
0: dome.
1: Fan dome that wasn't around, right?
0: And this is this is sort of like a mini fan dome kind of thing. It was like a like you know like a very slickly produced video that James Cohn kind of was in explaining everything.
2: Yeah, I, was, yeah I, I think the last, like,
0: the last fandom was, like, I don't think, they didn't have one last year, I don't think, did they? No. I think, I think the last one they had was, like, right, like, it was the one before, like, it was, like, like uh, like 2021, I think, because they were, like, really, like, was, that was, like, when, when we got the first, like, Batman, the Batman trailer and stuff. And then, yeah, the, last year they didn't have, they, I think last year they just, like, went to Comic-Con or whatever, so... But yeah, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on any other, like, uh, DC news um, about this this new Slate or whatever. Anything else that happens, we'll definitely talk about it. Oh, I I just just realized that for Swamp Thing, uh, apparently there was news, like, basically the day after all this, like, Slate announcement came out that, like, uh, James Mangold is, is apparently, like, interested in talks to, like, possibly direct the Swamp Thing movie. Shocker. Which would be, yeah, I mean, he directed Logan. He's doing uh, Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny. He's but apparently like, if if he does sign on for like Swamp Thing, it would be after he, he's the next thing he's working on after Indiana Jones is a Bob Dylan biopic, and then he's and then he'd do Swamp Thing if he does sign on. But I mean, he already, he already gave us you know uh, he gave us Logan which, and, and, and also uh, the Wolverine. So he's he's done like uh he's done like like comic book stuff before and then and re- and really good comic book stuff before so <laughs> he could probably like yeah def- he could definitely deliver kind of like a a gritty crazy swap thing. I I really be I I like I really hope they would, get, like they really get into like the weird like uh. I, re- I really loved like the new fifty two Swamp Thing stuff with like the where they really like dove into like the green and then like Animal Man was like the red and then like it was like the, they were like both had to team up to, like battle the rot. <laughs> what was the
2: rot again?
0: There was like I think I think was, I think I think they made Arcane like he was like because the, there was like a, like there was like different elements of like nature, and that had an avatar. So like Swamp Thing was like the avatar of like green and like plants and the earth and then. Animal Man was like the like avatar of like you know, like living things. And then like but then like Arcane was like the like avatar of like the rot, and then he was like spreading the, like this just like horrific like abominations of just like rotting flesh monsters against everyone. And then there's like and there's like different like different realms, like like there's a whole there's a whole like rot world that they did like something had to go into to, like fight the rot and stuff. It was it was really cool like like really, like like it got really brutal, other than, like d- disgusting at times. But it was, it was yeah, that was like a really cool like uh, take on like Swamp Thing and everything. But obviously you have, you also have like obviously the Alan Moore stuff like back in the day and like lo- there's like lots of Swamp Thing stuff you can you can uh, delve into. And they just they keep, they keep trying, just like nothing really sticks <laughs> for Swamp Thing.
1: Yeah, it's weird. It's like, if you think about it, Swamp Thing is one of the original DC movies that mm -hmm.
0: came out in, like, the 80s.
1: Like,
0: way, way... Which which you can watch on our site right now. I put it up for everything action theater (laughs) this week. You can watch watch all the original Wes Craven Craven, uh, Swamp Thing movie on our site. So,
1: that movie, by today's standard, isn't exactly a traditional superhero movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not quite a creature movie. And it's not quite a, like... I, I don't know, like... Human drama? Like... <laughs> you know? Because it's all about, like, you know, is humanity the way... The, like, what is a soul? But... Yeah, the Swamp a hard sell to, like, regular people.
2: And it's totally disregarded as,
1: like uh something that like helped promote D C comics to movies. hmm People always think Batman's the first like D C comic movie, but it's like no no no. I think Swamp Thing is.
0: Yep. And then, and then you got sequel and USA show and then The cartoon. The cartoon they had like they changed the wild thing to Swamp Thing. Yep. Which I, I feel I feel there's like I, I think there's more episodes but like a, a no one ever, everyone only mentioned like the first episode because they came with like some of the toys, like the swap thing toys that came out in like the 90s from Kenner. Yeah,
1: I have that. It's the one you dip in warm water and it goes from green to brown.
0: Yeah, but they, but they came with like a VHS, they came with like a VHS like the first episode and I feel like that's, that's like the only episode anyone's ever seen of swap thing, the cartoon.
1: I cannot tell you what happened after that. No. That half hour episode I watched over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I think I've seen it on TV. But it's just because they burn it in my brain. It's like one
0: of my earlier VHSs the un- that
1: the Unmen. <laughs> they were called the
0: Unmen. Yeah, Arcane made like mutant monsters to fight Swamp so Thing. They called the called call them the Unmen.
1: I own the Arcane toy because I think like the two pack. It was like get the Swamp Thing and Arcane and the VHS. Yeah. But if you ever played the Swamp Thing toy, you know he's just like a green man. But then the Arcane was just like some dude in like. A formal suit, and then you just put this like mutated mask on him, like his head on him. But the head is so easy to lose, and half the battle you play with the toys are just this, this fancy man being punched by this tree monster. You know, like it's not. You really had to get like things for Swamp Thing to fight.
2: <laughs> that's, sh- that sh- that's, that's, that, that theme that was just so ridiculous. Yes, it, the the I I remember wrong.
0: like the the the, the like, main is like Swamp Thing, you are amazing. <laughs> I
1: kind of remember they did that for the movie, the second movie, but yeah, like they they're
0: like, like reworked like the song Wild Thing to be Swamp mm-hmm. Thing. <laughs>
1: I mean, it sounded rocking to, like, a like young child when I, when I heard yeah. it, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if I hear it now, I'm like,
0: this is awful. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, sure there's going to be, like, a lot, a lot of news about Swamp Thing and all these other projects coming up uh, in the near future, so we'll definitely keep an eye out for all that stuff. So, other news. Um, we learned that, uh, actually, speaking of James Mangold and uh, uh projects uh phoebe waller bridge is a co-star in james mangold's indiana jones and dial destiny later this summer is apparently working on a new tomb raider show for prime video uh she's apparently writing it um and then uh, I, th- I think also producing it and then uh not really other, not really a lot, of, a lot of information but um just we'd hope
1: starring in it
0: uh, yeah, we don't we, we really don't don't know who's starring in it or what like what is it gonna be based on like the Square Enix games? Is it gonna be like, totally re- a reboot? Um not not a whole lot of information. We just know like just a pro- Amazon is getting a, a a Tomb Raider show at some point.
1: Well I think Square Enix sold the rights to them, so it wouldn't be based on their stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Someone I forget who bought someone has yeah, someone bought like the like Square Enix sold off like then Did this is this, like Tomb Raider and Deus Ex and a couple other like IP to like some other company.
1: Yeah, but they it, they sold it to some like generic thing. It's like some holding company. Yeah. So I think they're gonna resell it to someone else.
0: And I, I think I think whatever whatever sale that was, I think that canceled like the second like Alicia Vikander movie. Yeah. Because they were they were working on a sequel to that movie, and then that's that's done. That's not. We're not we're not getting a sequel to that movie. Um, apparently there's, there's still, they're, they're working on a, uh, Netflix, like animated show that, uh, Haley Atwell is going to voice Lara in. Um, that's apparently still in development, still on the way. But, uh, yeah, Tomb, Ra- Tomb Raider come to prime video. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they'll be able to throw this, this, the, some, some of their money at it and, uh, you know, get some get some big action secret, action set pieces and uh and uh ho- hopefully hopefully now that we have the Last of Us like hopefully like the bar for <laughs> video game adaptations has been raised significantly for like any, any any like upcoming video game stuff.
1: Yeah, human drama has been raised significantly. Based on the episode three of Last of Us episode, just that gut wrenching story.
0: But but also like fidelity like, like the games like episode two like the clickers like like it was like like such like it was so perfectly like pulled from the game, and it's, like the costumes and ev- like everything about Last of Us is like just like so like faithful to the games. But then st- like obviously doing its own thing like we saw in episode three. But yeah. Definitely, hopefully, we're in, like, a new, like, <laughs> era of, like, video game annotations.
1: Yeah, it, it, it perfectly blends what people expect the game the games to film to look like and sound like and, and, like, you know, be bound to. But then when it wants to explore its own creativity, it totally can and it doesn't feel burdened. Like, it doesn't derail the focus of, like, why you're watching the show in the first place.
0: You know, what, actually, you know what you need to do with this, with this Tomb Raider show is just make it, uh, just make it Relic Hunter. <laughs> did like, Relic Hunter
1: also go undercover sometimes as like? I'm I feel sure, like she did, right? I'm
0: sure. I'm sure. Probably, yeah. I'd like go to like a fancy gala or something to like steal steal artifact or get artifact back for somebody.
1: Do you think Relic Hunter? You think it more like going to caves and stuff and ruins? Yeah. But it's like I kind of remember the show where she go to the city. And then, like, smooth talk international arms dealers and stuff.
0: But, yeah. But, yeah, if, if, if this Tomb Raider show was just... It was, like, every week, like, Laura had to find, like, a new artifact or something. And it was, like, ep- super episodic. Like, totally fine with that. Like, I don't... Yeah. Like, yeah, that sounds good. Like, I mean, I guess you could do, like... You could do, like, a big, like, season-long arc of, like, just, like, finding one thing or something. But, like, that'd be super fun if it was, like, a throwback to, like... Yeah, every week it's super episodic. Like every week is is a new like artifact, like artifact of the week. <laughs> There's a new bad guy. Get a bunch of guest stars in there. Like go go like go like full poker face and just have like yeah, just like every every week is like a slew of new guest stars. Like a, a, it's a whole new it's a a new mystery every week. Like, <laughs> but yeah, we'll have to see that. This, this feels like it's a, a quite a quite a ways off. So hopefully we'll get some more info later on. And then we also got some news that the uh, the King of the Hill revival is officially ordered at Hulu. So we're getting a new season of King of the Hill. Um, Mike Judge and Greg Daniels are back behind the scenes to uh, produce it. And Mike Judge is obviously going to voice Hank Hill. Um, Kathy and Jimmy's back as Peggy. Stephen Root's back as Bill. Pamela Allen's back as Bobby yeah, so pretty much the whole gang is back. Um, and it's going to be, uh, well, I guess, I guess, 2017 was the 20th, 20th anniversary of the show, uh, which is when they kind of like, uh, I guess like Mike judges and Greg Daniels kind of like started like thinking about a revival and, uh, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a, like, I think a Hulu exclusive, um, I don't think I don't think they said how many episodes it's gonna be yet, but like yeah, but like uh, I think it's just, I think it's just gonna pick up like basically where the, where the, the last season like wherever 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 it left off it's gonna just pick up kind of like from there I guess.
1: Have you ever seen the last episode?
0: I I I I, I mean maybe I did, but it's been like forever <laughs> since I saw it. So.
1: Yeah, I don't think I ever finished it.
0: Yeah
2: i think i wasn't watching it consistently because
1: i just kind of trailed off on it but i i've seen like the early stuff and like kind of the ones you need to know like like the most memes come from
2: yeah
0: i think i think they will probably do like because like I still, I still haven't. I, I, it's, it's on my list. But like, I, I haven't seen any of the new Beavis and Butthead stuff. But apparently, like, it's, it's like, still, it's like super good and like, really like, is like, does a great job like skewering like all of, like the like, you know, all of our current like, <laughs> media and like culture. So I feel like, I feel like, much I can like definitely like do that with like, do that with like this new King of the Hill like have like Hank just like be like flummoxed by like, everything that's going on currently. <laughs> I thought,
1: do you remember that other show that was like the opposite of King of the Hell?
0: There was, yeah, they made like a hippie version. It was like it was like The Good Family, I think. It was like Mike Judge, but it was like, yeah, it was like the complete polar. It was like they were all like, yeah, like hippies living in a commune or something, or like they were like all like. The they were very like, liberal, yeah, and like
1: open and and like they were impressed by like super like progressive
2: ideas.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they only lasted like two seasons, I think.
2: <laughs> that was, I thought
0: one, Jesus. Oh yeah, it was. It was one season. Yeah. But yeah, all, all your favorites are all your favorites are coming back to Hulu, like because they're also like they're doing that Futurama revival. So. <laughs> Which that that I'm definitely extremely worried about. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna like, it, like it Future Armor just ended so perfectly with like the, the County Central era of episodes. Like, I feel like I feel like I'm just extremely worried that like these new episodes are just gonna ruin that. And just like we didn't we didn't need that, we didn't need any of this. Like, I
1: got a feeling that too. Like, unless they they, they do a like a, re, a like a meta reboot, something yeah. to be aware of it. But if they try to continue the story, it's like. Fry got the girl in the end. You got, like, a nice, complete arc. Yeah, And, it's, it's, and it's, it's, like, a
2: lifetime has gone made, by.
0: They made the show a perfect loop.
2: Yeah.
1: It came full circle, and it feels like... It felt complete. And, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you could jump in, and you think, okay, you get a... um. You get one version or two, it doesn't really officially say, but it could be anything in that time frame. Mm -hmm. But maybe it's like the loop breaks at one point and it does something different. I don't know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's got to acknowledge the loop. And so it has to then say we're doing it's doing a little something else, a variation. I'm fine.
2: But it's like, it's got to be respectful of like, of, you
1: know. The second attempt at rebooting
0: this. <laughs> well, so this will be the third reboot of Futurama. It, really? Or, or is the fourth? Because, like cancel the original run, canceled at Fox, then they started doing the DVD, they started doing like the straight-to-video movies, and then Comedy Central picked them back up and did new episodes, and then that ended, and now we're getting like this Hulu reboot. So, it's, yeah, it's probably like the it's probably it's like the second or third reboot of Futurama. But yeah, definitely, definitely have more, I definitely have more, uh, like faith in like the King of the Hill reboot to be like, just like a, a fun, like count, like just commenting on, on like current, <laughs> current state of things that are going on and just have Hank <laughs> to try to deal with them. And I don't, I don't think there's no release date yet. So like that's, it's, it's coming soon, but like, we don't really know when that's going to, um, hit Hulu. But um apparently they're working out it right now. And then last bit of news for this week is we've got some truly bizarre news about Showtime, which has been apparently, you know, I think they've been having like financial issues and they've been they've been also caught up in like a weird like um like merger things and like their CEO left and like but bunch of other stuff's been happening over at Showtime. But uh the apparently the entire network is going like the it's getting a new name, it's getting new uh like they can't they cancel a bunch of stuff. <laughs> but uh Showtime is not gonna be called Showtime anymore. So the, the premium cable network that's called Showtime is now gonna be is gonna be in the future near future is gonna be called Paramount Plus with Showtime. It's gonna be the official name of that channel. And it's gonna have Showtime original shows like yellow jackets it's probably their most high profile show right now um but it's also going to apparently it's also going to have like paramount plus exclusives airing on it like maybe like tulsa king or like 1923 or 1883 will like show up on showtime like sh- airing in like a like linear fashion like a th- like a specific time um and then Showtime stuff is still gonna is gonna be on Paramount Plus if you have like the Paramount Plus premium, uh, like if you're paying for like one of the top tiers of Paramount Plus, you'll get Showtime with it. But yeah, it, it, but yeah, Showtime is not gonna be just Showtime anymore. <laughs> it's gonna be Paramount Plus and Showtime, and just super super intermingled with Paramount Plus. Like they're basically gonna be like two prongs of the same thing. <laughs> But they also because of the, because of all this like weird merger slash like Paramount Plus merging stuff, uh, they canceled Let the Right One In, which was they were adapting a new like remake or adaptation of like the uh, original movie and then the remake movie, and then also their remake slash reboot of American Gigolo is canceled. <laughs> yeah, like it,
2: it's going through its own HBO, HBO Max. Max yes. Yeah, its own growing pains, I guess.
0: And then, but and then I the think we, we were talking about before we started, Chris, too. Like, there's also Paramount Network, which is its own separate thing, which is like like a regular cable network that also has like uh you know its own programming that also appears on Paramount Plus, except for Yellowstone, because they made that horrific deal with peacock that like i'm sure everyone involved that is got fired and like buried under a, a landfill somewhere <laughs> yeah
1: that that's crazy it's such a big thing and it's just like oh no that got like jumbled in
2: deals yeah
0: i just yeah i i, I i'm doing the paramount plus that they were doing that bundle where it's like paramount plus and showtime for like Eight dollars a month, or something, so that's what I'm doing right now.
1: Hopefully, nothing will change with that. But maybe, maybe they're just like, okay, you, you have to pay per like view, <laughs> just some weird thing to save money. It's like, okay, why allow you to stream everything if every time you log in, you have to pay us money?
0: You gotta, um, you want to watch Top Gun Maverick? You gotta pay us like two dollars every time. <laughs> Is that pre oh Disney Premium Access? Disney Premium, yeah, yeah. I was
1: thinking they, about that.
0: They they haven't done that in a while. I think they they must have given up on that Disney. Like there, there hasn't been like a premium access movie in a while. Good.
2: Like it was like what was the last one like
0: Rise Last Dragon? I think was maybe the last one. No, no, I think it was Black Widow. Black Widow. Oh well, yeah, that must yeah that must have been the last big one. Before that was Mulan. Mulan. Yeah, that was also a, a big one. But yeah, they, they, haven't, they, haven't, they haven't done it with any Marvel movies or any like any other big movies. It's like either they are are they, they're just they just go right to Disney Plus or that you gotta wait for like a month or two and then they'll show up. Or if they're failing horribly, like Strange World, they just put it out like a, like a, like three weeks after it comes out.
1: <laughs> I still have not seen Strange. I for, keep forgetting that's a thing.
0: Yeah, because it was it was bombing horribly. Like it came out Thanksgiving, it was bombing so horribly. They're like. Uh, you know, first week of December, it's on Disney Plus now. All right. <laughs> I think they were hoping for it to get, like, an Encanto bump, because, like, Encanto just, like, exploded on Disney Plus when it came out. It didn't really, it, Like, it did fine in the box office, but, like, when it, when that Encanto had Disney Plus, it was just, like, that was, like, when, like, everything sort of happened. Like, this one, like, we don't talk about Bruno became, like, the, the, the biggest song in the world and everything, so...
1: I actually like Encanto's songs. I hate the like message it has. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this was just on Disney+. Plus, So...
2: Totally fine with that.
0: But, uh, yeah, so that's that's going to do it for news this week. So why don't we jump into show and tell. And, uh, Chris, did you watch anything over the last week or so here? Yeah.
1: I've watched a, a lot of TV in the last week... Okay. Uh, catching up on, uh, like, I saw Pokerface. I saw the first four episodes. Yep. Uh, enjoyed it. Really like the idea. Really like the structure of the show that basically uh, each episode is its own mini movie. That gives you just, like, a amount of crazy characters in the background and an overarching plot. With the idea that every murderer she stumbles upon is just some sort of unrelated thing,
0: it's definitely like it, it, after watching all four episodes that you've has seen. Like, just uh, episode five is out, where Nero hasn't you know, seen it obviously, but like, um, but it's definitely there's definitely a formula of like it opens, you open it and you see like you you introduce like the the victim, the murder victim, and like the other characters, and then. Like, 50, it depends, I guess it depends on the episode because, like, there was, there was like the one episode, I think it was like the episode four, like the metal band episode. Like, like Natasha Leone didn't show up for like 20 minutes,
1: yeah. But it's a nice, like, she's been there, but you don't know,
0: yeah. Which, which yeah, they definitely do. It's, it's like you, there's, a, there's like a cold open or kind of like an open intro where, like, it's like, yeah, Charlie's not there. You see the other character, she had like the murder victim, and the murder happened, and everything, and then you find out, like, oh, yeah. She, like charlie has been there the entire time or just kind of like around the entire time you just didn't you didn't see her mm-hmm. Which but is, it's know, like
1: misdirection from the show so yeah it's not so much we didn't notice it's just like oh yeah like she's
0: been here but it's, it's, but it's also also been like every except for except except for episode two but like everyone that gets murdered is like befriend like is like someone like charlie becomes friends with and then they get killed and then she, that's why she's like kind of like I need to solve this because I owe it to them right. like I was friends with them.
1: <laughs> right. That that was like just great timing on her part but also it seems like everyone she's befriending is getting killed left
0: <laughs> and right. Yeah. She's, she's turning into like uh, uh, Angela Fletcher from, from uh, Murder, she wrote. Like everyone, she, every, everyone in her town is dying around her.
1: Yeah. It's like after a while you're just
0: suspicious about the potty piling up.
1: Yeah.
2: But yeah,
0: it's but yeah, yeah, it, it, it it's a super fun show. Like I love like Natasha Leno is, is like such like a she's like this like mess but also like very super observant and then uses her like lie detecting abilities to like so she is like she's she's able to like put together put put everything together but also is just like <laughs> this like mess of a person who lives in her car.
1: <laughs> yep. And and is sort of like if she wasn't a murder mystery solver, she would just be, like, content with life being a, just like a favorite almost. Like, she is just, <clears throat> like, if you ever watch the show uh, Russian Doll, you haven't seen that yet, right? No. Essentially the same character. <laughs> like, they give you more of a background, but for some really weird reason, you can watch both shows, and it... It's like either a prequel or sequel of the other, <laughs> and she does do some detective work in Russian Doll, and I think that really helped inspire the this concept. But it's like what of this character, but now doing this, but
0: what, that character, but like Columbo.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: No, honestly, go
1: watch uh, Russian Doll. Like if you still if you're done you still need, like, a fix, start watching the first few episodes of Russian Doll, and it's essentially the same character. But instead of murder mystery, she's figuring out her own reason for Groundhog Daying herself. Yeah. And gradually, she's not as observant and clever, but that's because the situation is, like, supernatural. Where in this, it's grounded reality. You know, like, it's just like, okay. Also, she, like, kind of has the idea, but no proof, which is different from other shows yeah she has concepts and sort of like um really good like supporting theories but nothing where it's like here's a photo of you doing it or something
0: well we we as the audience know exactly what happened but then yeah like how but then and then the whole thing of the show is like is Natasha leone gonna how is she gonna figure it out But, but like i mean
1: Yeah, she's just, she even says, like, I'm not a cop, I can't, I don't have any, like, powers, I don't have any ability to beat them into a confession. Most of the time, they freak out at the end or something, like, they just sort of,
0: like, admit to it. I think, like, at least two episodes, she's kind of, like, left people with, like, hey, here's... I think this is the evidence they need. Like, you need like, can you, can you guys call the cops for for, the, for me? I, I need to leave, but like, you're like, just like show them, show the cops this, or like, give them this, and they'll probably like, arre- like get the person arrested. Yeah, they'll connect the cl- dots. Yeah, but like that's that's like different from other shows. Usually, like,
1: they're friends with a cop, <laughs> or they will, uh, like record them confessing.
0: Well, that, that well, that, that was like the whole joke in like the first episode of like you're like oh are you recording my <laughs> what do you what do you think you're gonna do record my phone conversation record the conversation yeah yeah so
1: it, it's yeah like it's different
0: than that so I I do like that
1: like it's aware it's definitely like a show if you watch a lot of murder mystery stuff this is a nice modern take on it yeah But like and definitely a great follow up if you're
2: watching like Glass Onion
3: yeah.
1: You
0: say something? No, it's just it's like it's that like it's 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 like a you know like the, like Glass Onion lives out or like throwbacks to like Agatha Christie novels and like the like the like you know the movies like based on those mo- novels and then the, like I think Ryan Johnson specifically said like like the, like Poker Face is def- is like more it's a, it's like an homage slash like like tribute to like Columbo and like mystery TV shows.
2: But it's definitely way more, um, ve- like, high production value
1: and, uh, like, very movie quality for yeah. uh, story, setting, and
3: actors.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the guest stars have been have been nuts so far, and then, like, yeah, it's, it's in a totally different location every episode.
1: Yeah, I like the 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 reasoning why, you know, she's going on these adventures and then...
0: Yeah, like, she's... yeah, a, a good, a good, like, overarching plot that's just, it's just enough to, like, keep her moving, but then it, it, they really, like, dig into, like, each episode is, like, definitely, yeah, it's it's very self-contained in its own thing for the myst- actual, like, mystery that she's trying to solve. I do, I do, I do like to, they keep bringing it back, like, like, it's like, oh, if you, um, I think it was like Hong Chao in like the, um, second, second episode was like, explains like, oh, if you use your credit card, they they can track you in like four hours. That keeps coming back. And like, if she, if like, cause she shows up like a, like a firewall video or like uses her credit card once. And then like, <laughs> she basically sends her clock and then four hours later, like, but Brad shows up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And she kind of figures out like, I need to solve this in a certain amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, that that was surprisingly complex for the, like, gas station attendant guy, like, that was, uh, I don't know, it's not really spoilers, as we know how they do it, or why they do it, but we don't, it's like, how does she figure it out is different. Mm-hmm. So I like the formula, because I feel like uh, it doesn't really tease so much, but the, It always, I don't know. I kind of marathon these in a row, which I don't recommend. But if you really enjoy them, like, I had like a whole Sunday to blow off and like watch and catch up on this. Yeah. Like four hours of it.
0: Yeah. If you watch all four in a row, like, you're definitely, like, you'll see like the like kind of structure because they all have a very similar structure. I think, I think they're intentionally going for it because it's supposed to be like a, like, I mean, Columbo headed structure, (laughs) like a format to do it every week. Um, but it, it's it's definitely noticeable if you if you watch them back to back to back like if you, if you which they I mean, they they dumped four on the first week so I mean I, th- I think now that now it's like one episode a week it'll probably be like it's like a little like less you, you know, like less noticeable I mean it's it's still gonna be like probably like the same kind of general formula but it's still enjoyable once you recognize the pattern but you're still it's like it's like it's like marathoning like. <laughs> Like Law and Order or something. It's if you if you watch like ten law and orders in a row, like it's just like, well, I, I've I know the, I understand the formula for this show. <laughs> That's
1: true. Like it's whatever happens the first half hour or like the first uh uh twenty maybe ten, fifteen minutes, it normally is not the same.
0: But yeah, but yeah, it's it's great. Natasha Nail is great. Um, it's definitely worth checking out if you're a especially yeah if you're Ryan Johnson like Knives Out last a fan like this is just like it's like a mini it's like a mini Knives Out every every week basically.
1: Yeah, um, I, I guess I won't get too in depth of the stories because I feel like it's still fresh and yeah we there's probably gonna be like an overview because each episode of it is a little different but. Uh, of the four, which one has been your favorite so far?
2: Oh man, um,
0: I mean the first episode is really good. Um, the way it sets up everything and it's like Adrian Brody just being like a complete just bag, <laughs> like. Um, and then,
2: I mean, probably the
0: metal band episode was I thought it was really good too.
1: You, you, yeah, that, you, I like the metal band, but the song was damn earwormy. Like I, I'm, I'm I kept shocked about that I'm, song.
0: I'm shocked it hasn't been like on Spotify yet. Like uh, what, Staplehead. Like I'm, sh- why is that not like? Why is there like official like Poker Face like Spotify <laughs> track for that yet?
2: Surprised about that one too. And then like the and then like the Sucker Punch.
1: <laughs> the Sucker Punch one I I liked.
0: That was. And that was that was such a great reveal of like how, how like um, Charlie figures out like <laughs> where, like where that song came from.
2: Yeah. And and just sort of like thank God she lives the way she does for this to make sense. <laughs> yep.
1: But again, if you like the way she um emotes that like uh like detective work and kind of frantic searching. Mm-hmm. Uh go watch um Russian Doll cuz it was like it's very familiar. She looks almost the
0: same. Yeah, I'll definitely I'll definitely add it to my my list. I I, I mean I think it's been, I think it's in my Netflix queue. I just never got chance or, or never got around to watching it.
2: But, uh, anything else besides Poker Face, Chris?
1: Uh, I watched all of Kaleidoscope. That
0: like heist movie that. Just did you, just, oh. did you, did you let, let did you like let, like have like Netflix takes the wheel and just like whatever order they gave it to you just you just took it or did you like do, watch did you like do a specific order? So if you
1: it has its own order if you just kind of like see the listing episodes. I'm not gonna lie, that's actually like the prefer method. If, if, but I think it, it, it will randomly play one after the other. I'm not sure it plays in in the list it presents I itself.
0: Think, I think what happens, I I haven't, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But like I think what happens is, is like you so you, you, you just start watching it. You play episode one, and then the next one it'll just queue up a random one for the next one. When when the, like like the next episode button comes up for Netflix, it'll Absolutely. play uh, play a random one, except for Um, The episode that's called White is always the last episode.
1: Okay, that's actually, like, a good format. Um, So what happens is you can jump around. It's either, like, 24 years before the main heist, six months after the heist, uh, the day after the heist, three weeks before the heist, one five days before the heist, and, like, six months before the heist. And everything's randomly organized, apparently, in the, like, present, in the menu options of where to start. But then, the white episode, the the actual, like, heist episode, um, okay, so, before I explain that, like, every episode kind of focuses in on one or two elements that, like, is sort of its unique story thing. Mm-hmm. And then there are multiple elements, elements that then will make better sense when you watch the whole series or, like, another episode that connects to it. It's usually that's the formula. However, White, the, the, the heist itself has so much, like, it kind of breaks the formula. It, like, reveals things that happen in the past and the future for some reason. So I'm like, why would they do this? So like it sort of ruins a few things, but it doesn't ruin like the complete thing. Even you, if you know what happens, there's certain things that like you won't know. Or if you go too far in the future and it's like the la it's the chronological endpoint. There's certain things that don't make any sense unless you go back. Um, and like I watched it in out of, a little bit out of order like I watched it 5 days before the heist I then watched it 6 months before the heist I watched it uh the next day from the heist and then I watched it 24 years of before the heist so like it starts the whole thing of like the whole like main story and then I finished it with the uh the heist itself which uh don't do that because then i then i watched three weeks for the heist and then i watched six months after the heist so my recommendation for it and i want to talk about it but it's like it it's sort of like it's hard to talk about because i just want to talk about like the overarching story which is not like the point but i'm gonna tell you half of this show is um is that Rick and Morty joke of "you son of a bitch, I'm in"? <laughs> mm-hmm. That is like anything.
0: Anything in the like. Is it just like six months? Like range. like like, like Carlos Pagliaro is going to, up to people and be like, "Hey, I'm doing a heist," and he's like, "They're like, I'm in." <laughs> like.
1: Yeah, that happens a lot. Like may, maybe not so much in the in the 24-year episode. Um, I forgot the colors, and they all they all have like just if you see the color there's a recurring theme and then if you understand like color emotion theory like you know colors represent certain things it plays on that like green means like rebirth and like uh cleverness like yellow means like uh new beginnings and also like caution and then like black means like like death or like the end Uh, Which is weird, because they considered the trailer to the whole structure the black episode. So they count that as, like, part of the kaleidoscoping. Mm -hmm. So, it, um, it, you know, every episode has a, a theme, and that's what I'm saying, like, there's very unique things. But the show is sort of meant to be watched at least one way, and then maybe take a break, and then watch it again another way. Like, another like how you want to it's more how you want to feel than it is how you understand the story because how you want to build up that moment or have certain payoffs or emotional highs and lows is how you organize the episodes I honestly think even watching how the story ends it doesn't fit like I want like don't save the after heist episode for the end of your watching. And definitely don't watch the uh the heist episode as your like near middle experience. Like you need to put that in uh, second to last or last. That's like well, my recommendation.
0: Well I think I think like literally if you if you if you just let Netflix give you the order, like there's no there's there's no chance you get you see white the heist episode. As I, I know, but, but I'm saying, if you start
1: it and then you backed up and then you want to pick it again, Netflix won't like pick it as you. I mean,
0: again, I guess. You, I, 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 I guess if if you if you decide to pick it as the first episode you watch or something, then then yeah, that's on you. But like, if you're if you're like letting like the algorithm choose the order for you, then it won't. Yeah, you you won't. I don't know.
1: It. I it will randomly, but if your own viewing experience, like
0: I honestly think it's really nice so that you can
1: pick it like. I, I mean watch an episode, then take a break, and then watch it again. But yeah, and there's you, a, need to, and there's you need a, to do it in like two days sittings, because I like, think hey, like watching it all at once is so much story. And then watching it like one episode a week, you'll forget shit. And
0: there's there's been a whole bunch of like like lists too of what people are like making like, Oh, here's like the Tarantino order, or like here's like the chronological order, or like so
1: Yeah. I, I did um like the renegade version <laughs> How like um, like Topher Grace like edit the Star Wars timeline and says it's the best viewing watch.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So I did that. Like whenever they revealed something kind of like important that was the past, the next episode I would go to the past and understand that a lot better. But my drop-in point was the day before, like five days before the heist. And it wasn't bad, but it starts out in that episode, not really a big spoiler alert. It's just, like, another heist. So it's, like, that was hyped up from, like, another episode. So that was, like, something that I don't understand why, but they'll give you a quick breakdown. And then it, it does a good job of the first five minutes of if you just watch this for the first time ever, it'll give you, like, a recap. Or, like, uh, intro that is very, like, easy to pick up on context clues. And every, like, another character that hasn't talked about, like, what's going on will then ask what's going on. And then it's, like, so now it's their time to get, like, their information or, like, their explanation. So it's not, like, the same character talking about it again as, like, as if they just heard it for the first time. So. Pretty good. I I like the, like cleverness of it i really wish certain things were edited down a bit like again the white episode no goddamn reason they have to do this like just flashback flash forward sequence and just like oh this is really like why they want you to watch this for the end just because of this because if not like like i felt like it was like a audience feedback or like a test group test focus that just were on their phone and they went, who's that? What? Like, can you show tell me what's going on? Who's that again? Like, why are they explaining this already? Like at this point in the the story. They should not know this or we don't need to know this. Like this will ruin some things later. Like it's such a big like flashbacks I get. Like if someone remembers or is talking about it, it's more of a visual aid for the audience. But in that moment, you know, it's like if you're watching a stage play, like watching live actors on stage talk about something and then out of nowhere, they just projected on the screen behind them clips from like another thing. You're like, what the fuck is this? Like, you know, like you just took me out of the drama. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what artistic this is. I felt like that was not like their choice. They didn't want to do that for some reason. Some test audience that they showed this moment to, they're like. Who's he talking about? Like, don't you know what kind of show this is? It's Kaleidoscope. The idea is that, like, you don't need... You'll learn by, like, keep watching repeated views and it all comes together as a puzzle. But they're like, no, no, no. I need to know this. Like, tell me this. And because they do that, like, it does spoil some shit. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you fucking assholes. Like, you made this great, great sequence, great buildup, great, like not not like mind bending kind of like change but a nice meaningful like okay hey like th- it, this is what the show's really about and then they're like let's like explain it in like visual aids and like we'll show you we won't tell you I'm like no this is the time where you tell don't show like you know like what I know the rule is show don't tell but this one's like tell don't show like Why are you showing this? This is the stupidest, like, exception. Again, don't want to get into it because I feel like it's a great show. I recommend it. Uh, Everyone in it is great. Um, Oh, man, what's his face? Uh, Captain Boomerang. Oh, Jay Courtney. Jay Courtney. Again, Jay Courtney is this great guy you just hate. Like... They, he is basically Captain Boomerang again. So that gives you his character uh, background. Mm. But it's, uh, he stands out as, like, this, like, kind of, like, misunderstood, dumb idiot. But he's not. He's sort of just, like, this bastard character that is, like, he's definitely, like, the, like, oh, he's gonna go rogue. You know, like, you just <laughs> don't know when. Mm. Uh, Then, uh, all the supporting actors are okay, like, they're, 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 again, they're good, but when, they're better when they're, like, you have more time understanding them, except for one character who, again, don't want to spoil, it's sort of, like, left to open interpretation of, like, why they do it, even when they keep explaining things, it still doesn't make sense to me, and I, I'm just gonna be vague, because... If you watch it like i don't want to ruin it for you just like how the fucking show did for me and i'm like why so uh my recommendation is seeing it and we can talk further about it um also here's the thing here's this hilarious thing uh after i finished it and i just need a little more closure and maybe some explanation of things or maybe one or two things i missed because i think i i took like a few days of watching it so i might have forgotten a few details um i watched the review and just some random youtube guy that you know he 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 looked like he knew he was talking about however he he went up his own ass and was interpreting something that just just was not there and did not address like the biggest question to the show for me for this episode and it's like i don't think this guy watched it i think this guy's just bullshitting Like, it, it really, like, it upset me and uh, Janice, because we were like, wait, no, no. Like, he goes, yeah, this is a metaphor. This didn't happen. It's a dream sequence. I'm like, no bullshit. That happened. That fucking, this episode happened. This wasn't, you know, like, the ending to this episode wasn't a dream. Like, that man never did a dream episode or some bullshit. Like, what are you talking about? And then, like, we watched another review from, like, Screen Rant, and it's just like, oh, no, here's, like, what happened, and here's, like, the, why we think that, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what we we're just missing, like, one or two details, but, like, that's, that makes sense now, now that that happened, and not this insane asshole who, like, if you never saw it, and you just wanted a quick review and understand the story, and then this guy reviewed it, like, I was just, like, you would think Clivescope's some insane show, you know? You're like, wait, that's what it's about? Like, it's all interpretation? Like, no! No, it's not! When was it ever about that? So, yeah, careful on, like, how you watch, um, like, explanations, like, how the, like, series explanation or, uh, spoiler reviews or something like that, like, you and I are at least pretty honest about how we see something, and we think, okay, it'd be fun. It would be funny if this happened, or this is better if they do it. Like we state that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. This guy who I watch a review with online, no prompt, no like, this is my theory or some like, you know, this is how I see it, and maybe this is something that you know, the director wanted to do. None of that. This guy said it, it was just like nonchalantly, like, yeah, that's that's the way it is. This this is how it like ends blah 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 we're like wait no so um i i think kaleidoscope is like mixed bag because some people don't like the idea of the episodes not having a central momentum like as soon as an episode i will do that there are a few maybe two episodes that felt like it really didn't bring anything to the story there's no really meaningful impactful moment or like is going to carry things over like I, I i think so it's like three weeks before the heist or something like that is something where like it's filler it's just like things are just happening we're like okay like and then it's like okay now this and it's like oh hey this connects to the next thing you know this connect now this it took this whole episode to explain something that either happened in the past or in the or that happened in another time period so like that's why they don't talk about it in that moment again you know it's like hey remember this like picture and then later on in like one of the time jumps it's like oh like where's that picture okay like they don't explain what the picture about just like all right grab it You know, that's it. Like, it's one of those things. The whole episode was about, like, getting to this. And then in the next episode, it's, like, a throwaway prop in the background. So two episodes are like that. And, like, again, just, like, fun momentum in the... If you watch it chronologically, maybe it makes more impactful sense. But it's, like... it's not as bad as as shows we've seen where like you think they're gonna be in trouble. I well, I think it was like Moon Knight where it's like they like do something really dramatic at the end and you feel like to be a cliffhanger and it's instantly resolved in like the opening minutes of the next episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So none of that happens. You know, like, they don't leave it on a huge thing, and then you're like, oh, God, what's going to happen next? It's like, it ends in a very, like, "Well, oh, their stories complete for this episode, so none of it is, like,
0: cliffhanger-ish. Well, because every, hmm? every episode could be, like, the final episode you watch. <laughs> like. Yeah, it could, it could,
1: that's what I'm saying, like, it they're
0: it's very,
1: like, bookend Except for certain episodes that definitely are filler, and they're just, like, they're all not going to feel, like, bookended. So, you're going to have a, like, hey, like, we still got all the shit to do, and you're, like, okay. But, except, and even the heist episode, even the, the actual heist episode ends in a very meaningful way, but you won't know, um how that impacts everything until like later. And then in that later episode, you're like, Oh, okay. Why is this happening? And then it's something, if you watched it chronologically, they explain it, but that's a good time to like, I don't know, like stop and then go back and watch it. And then it's like more meaningful. That's what we thought would happen. But because they did that dumb, like show you a flashback and like show you the exact scene, but just in sepia tone. I'm like, (laughs) ah, like, that's not imaginary. that's gonna happen, and then we watch the episode, and we're like, "Fuck, like there it is. There is the flashback, like shot for shot like at least if you do like a flashback, do it from a different angle, maybe do it from like an interesting version, you know, but like the fact that it's just like lazily inserted in, I'm like, uh, you, you might as well stop talking and just open up a laptop and just like show you <laughs> like." what color the episode this happened in.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Or, like, a pop-up thing shows up during Netflix. Like, hey, do you want to stop and go to the episode right
0: now? <laughs> like a little comic book, like, see, see, see purple for what, for what they're talking about this scene. Like.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's that distracting, which, again, makes sense if you're reading it in a comic or some other format, you know? But, like, you don't want that in your goddamn, like, dramatic tv show because it just sucks it out like all the tension out of the room but i recommend it like maybe don't be a fanatic and just cram like last of us and kaleidoscope and poker face and like one crazy ass like murder mystery heist monster weekend Mm -hmm. but you can do it and i guess we'll we'll carry over last of us or do you want you want to recap a bit and then we'll talk about last of us real quick
0: well do you have anything else besides last of us that's it okay um i mean i mean the last it's it's still still really good <laughs>
1: they do you like, like the deviation of the story of the episode three
0: i mean it was it was it was interesting it was like and it was obviously it was like like extremely well like extremely well acted and uh very like hopeful, but also heartbreaking, and uh, definitely, like, th- this, it's th- it, that was the biggest deviation for the game, because, like, yeah, like, in the game, like, Bill is, like, a super bitter, like, <laughs> like, everything's already, like, everything's, got, everything's gone wrong, and, like, he's turned his, his whole town into, like, a, a death trap.
2: <laughs> I mean, it still is.
0: Yeah, but then, but then you also get, like, this, like, yeah, like, this, like, love story, and... <laughs> the stupid story
1: yeah like it's like distracting a little bit only because he actually him running it and the way he did he lived a very comfortable life
0: like yeah like yeah crazy compound being a doomsday prepper pays off like yeah and frank's like it was one of those things where like
1: I couldn't tell if Frank was really gay in the beginning just because of, like, he found love, or it was just, like, him playing Bill. Because in the game, you you never meet Frank. Yeah. I mean, you do meet him, but not,
2: like, to this degree.
3: Yeah.
1: So I thought this was interesting to see this interpretation.
0: Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, and I was fine with it. And it's it's also, it's also interesting like, to like get some like you know, little bit of like hope and like <laughs> happiness because like I I feel like this upcoming week is gonna be just like another like just like Joel and Ellie and just like absolute shit like, <laughs> oh yeah, because they're ending, they're they're ending up in, like whatever that town is that like is like being run by like horrible raiders or like whatever is going on there. And, and especially after like after like the end of like episode two with like <laughs> everything that happened in that episode. But yeah, I mean I I'm i I'm totally fine if they wanna like if 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 they devi- if if they're deviating and it's like making like the the, the show if it's if it works better for the T V show and it's not like hundred percent what happened in the game, I'm one hundred percent fine with that.
1: Yeah, as long as
0: like still
1: in the spirit of things yeah. and just looks good. I'm I'm fine with that. And, and
0: and they still like the the like the the thing they were after in the the, the thing that they get in the game after, from meeting uh Bill, they still get at the end of this episode. <laughs> just they they get they come to it in a different way, but they still get you know, they still get their truck and then all their supplies and everything, so which, that's, 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 like, basically the whole point of, like, that section in, in like, the game is, like, you just, you you, they go, they go to Bill's crazy, uh, like, neighborhood that he's rigged up, and then, because, like, he was, like, uh, they, they, they want, like, they try to, try to get, like, a a truck to drive west. And I feel, like, I feel like it's, also like it's also, like, the first, like, hey, you gotta solve some, like, uh, platforming puzzles or like some like environmental puzzles. Like this is the it's like the first like like level of the game that's is, is like really like, hey, push this board over here like move this dumpster around or like
2: Yeah, I it, mean
1: they want to simplify what you do in the game. That's yeah. like not just a bunch of like obstacle puzzle solving.
0: Yeah, which you can't, you can't. I mean, uh, yeah, you can't do that in a show. You can't just you can't you can't have people like. I mean, you you can do it for like one scene. You can have like Joel push like a a dumpster or something to get somewhere, but you can't. Yeah, you can't spend an entire episode like go, traveling around and like putting boards in places and like. Although just finding like bottles, I, I feel like they. they I, yeah, I think they still at one point they have to have, like, Joel or Ellie like craft something. They like had them craft like a a of cocktail or like a. <laughs> like a sound, like some sort, they need to, like something for like putting together, like put like putting bandages and like glass bottles and whatever else from the game. They need like a nail, like a nail bomb or something. They need, they need something from the game, that just like pay, they pale like the crafting of the game. Because because it, it's, it's like such a major part of the game is like get like scavenging supplies and then like build like making like. Like, uh, like, multiple cocktails and medkits and, uh, nail bombs and stuff.
1: So having, you know, that just being the background totally makes sense not to be, like, a whole episode about...
0: Yeah, just, 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 like, just, like, one scene where they're, like, they're, like, getting attacked by, like, raiders or, you know, like, cannibal humans or whoever, evil humans or, like, clickers or something. Just have, like, Joel, like, be, like, oh, there's... A, Give me that can. Give me that. Give me those nails. Like, I got like there's a little bit of, like I, I, like I got a little bit of like explosive powder here. Like we'll make we'll make a nail bob. Yeah, so continues to be a
1: great show. Um, I think we're at
0: what the halfway mark is only like nine episodes. Three nine episodes. So like after this coming week, we'll be close to halfway. And, yeah, I mean, definitely, I mean, I would say easily the best video game adaptation ever made <laughs> so far. I mean, like, there's not there's not a lot of competition, but, like, this is, like, so like so far above, like, any other video game adaptation. I don't I know, mean, the Sonic one, pretty good. Sonic Sonic's fun, and it definitely has a lot of, like, fun fan service, but, like... Yeah. It, and it, it doesn't do it as well as the thing we wanted it to be. Yeah. And, obviously, Castlevania, the Netflix anime show, was great. I think that's like number one for me. I mean Last of Us isn't done yet, but um I mean I it's I mean it's probably Last of Us and Castlevania are like right neck and neck for like the best video game annotation.
1: Or close to the source as possible.
0: Yeah.
2: I thought the Tomb Raider one was pretty good too. Which one, the,
0: the Leech of a Candor one? Yeah. Y- yeah.
1: It was
0: good, it wasn't the best, but for... It definitely, it, it was, I mean, it definitely had some stuff from, like, the, like, reboot trilogy in there. It was definitely, obviously, like, adapted from those games. There were, like, there's a couple scenes that, like, felt like they were, like, right out of that game, but... Yeah, not in, much. in general, like, the plot, plot really wasn't the same. Like, they, they, they totally wasted Walt and Goggins, <laughs> like...
1: I keep forgetting it in there. That's,
0: that's, that's, like, the biggest crime of that movie is, like, you have Goggins there... And he's just like a super boring, like generic villain. He's
1: like a like a manager.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All
2: right. But yeah, any
0: any else, Chris? No. Nope. So um, I guess the only other thing, the only thing I've uh really watched besides you know like the these like I'm going to you to talk about like Poker Face and Last of Us is. I watched the 1941 classic uh, High Sierra, which came, it came from my Netflix DVD uh, subscription. I, 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 I basically went through like the Criterion Collection, just added like whatever looked interesting to my queue. So I'm getting a bunch of cr- Criterion movies. But yeah, High Sierra is a Humphrey Bogart, uh, noir, uh, like a noir heist movie. Um Directed by, uh, Raoul Walsh, who also directed, uh, White Heat, and, um, like, uh, but, like, a bunch of other, like, big, like, crime movies. White Heat is probably definitely, like, his biggest one, the the James Cagney, like, uh, gangster movie. Um, but yeah, High Sierra is, um, so Huffy is, like, a, uh, thief who gets, uh, Released from prison, uh, he, he's he's in jail for like being a bank robber, and then his boss um, like bribes the governor and gets 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 uh every burger out of jail, um, and then has him go to uh like California because there's a there's like this resort in like the Sierra Nevada Mountains, hence High Sierra the title of the movie, um, where it's like this like very like ritzy resort. There's, there's gonna be like a ton of like uh, money and jewelry and stuff that, that so like basically like Humphrey boss is like, hey, go there. I got some, I got a couple guys already there. Like you go there and, you, and then like pull the, pull this heist. And then, uh, you know you get a cut of the heist. And then you can do whatever you want. And yeah, so that's, yeah, so Humphrey drives across country and then ends up at this like logging camp they're like working out of. And it definitely, you know, you're talking about Kaleidoscope earlier, Chris, like this mm-hmm. definitely the contrast between like a 40s heist movie and then like Kaleidoscope or like recent, like Ocean's Eleven or something is like very it's, it's like this like huge like, gulf of like because like this is such a like just like a like casual like there's almost no planning. It's just like it's been, uh, most of this movie, like most of the first half of the movie is just, like well, we, we just gotta, like, hang out until the guy, our guy outside guy tells us that we can do the heist, so we're just gonna hang out and just you know, h- this log cabin and just <laughs> do whatever. <laughs> like, it's, there's a, it's not a lot of, like, you don't, they see, like, the, the they have, like, a, the blueprints of the resort and that's pretty much it. And Huffrey uh, oh, Burger, uh, Burger goes there, like, once. <laughs> He's, like, dressed up until like, once. It's, like, oh, okay, this is what it looks like. And then just leaves, like. <laughs> so there's not a lot of, like, like Forties heists were like there's not a lot of, like intricate planning or like you know multiple you know not not a lot of people like different specialties. It's just like there's like three three guys, we got guns, <laughs> we're like we got, we got, we have a drill. we a run yeah. in. Yeah, they only disable like security cameras. They didn't just, have just,
1: that. Yeah,
0: there's no security cameras. Yeah, there's no like a, there's, I think there might be an alarm possibly, but like they're they they have like a, the guy who works the works the front desk is basically like, their inside man, so like. He's like, hey, I'll, I'll let you know when like the like vault is full or like the, like these like cities box boxes are full of stuff. And then yeah, so, so basically there's this a uh, just wait until <laughs> they get the word to go. Um, but then there's a, kind of like a weird subplot where like Humphrey Bogart like on his way to like California, he like almost gets run off the road by this like kind of like more like yokely family that's like ma, this like ma and pa from like Ohio, and they're like they're like granddaughter. And then there's this whole subplot where like Humphrey Burger is kind of like becomes like infatuated with the granddaughter, and then is like, hey, she's like taken out of like being a criminal. I'll marry her and be like, have like a normal life. And then, and like pay, then she has like a club foot, so he pays for like her surgery. And then, but then she's like, well, I have a I have a fiance at home, so like I I can't. You went so, Yeah. So this is like this whole weird subplot of, like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I guess the whole point is like, it's like H- Humphrey Bogart is, is like really wants to like get out of like the criminal life. Like it's like, his like one shot to like get out and then it doesn't work well, out. Was she like a rich girl or something? No, like... they're, they're like, they're like farmers from Ohio and they're like moving, like they're like, one of their like, it's like Ma and Pa are like, their daughter is in you know, Los Angeles. So then they're like, well, we're going to live with her. Like our farm went under, so we're going to like move to, move to uh, uh, Los Angeles with our daughter and live with her. And this just, just kid, like this kid, like keep running into each other. <laughs> like Humphrey Bogart just keeps running into them randomly at places. But then there's up, but then also like the two, there's like these two young younger guys who are like on, on the heist with Humphrey Bogart. And then one of them has a girlfriend named Marie who becomes like falls in love with Humphrey Bogart. So there's like kind of like a love triangle, um, going on as well. But yeah, and then the actual heist is just, like this like super short segment. of, like they they go in. They they steal a bunch, they steal some stuff and then a security guard busts on them so everybody has to shoot them and then that's it that's nice.
1: does the guard even die
0: oh yeah the guard dies and then there's like a uh like on, on when they're trying to escape from like the the um hotel like two of the they're in separate cars and the, the two other guys like take a turn too fast and they crash and blow up <laughs> um I guess the, the like the the actual like big set piece is like the the finale because it's like ba- basically like um Hoffa Burger basically ends up like he's he, like the cops are onto him like they like that they, they know like he was involved in the heist and then he ends up like in uh what was like a car chase through like the mountains and he ends up in like on the mo- like in the mountains like in the Sierra Nevada mountains like on like a cliff and he's basically like there's like this big standoff where he's like trying to like he's like holding him off um from top of this like mountaintop and then like the cops are sending in like this like guy with like a <laughs> it's like the cops don't even have like a there's not even like a designated like sharpshooter or like a sniper for the cops it's like it's like they're like hey bob has a, a a rifle with a scope on it like go find him
1: <laughs> wait what that's the justification
0: well, because like it's like they like Humphrey Bogart is, is like like really like like dug into like this mountain top and like they're shooting at them so they they can't get anywhere near him so like they, like the local cops are like, well, uh, we don't have we don't really have like a sniper right like there's no like designated there's no SWAT team right thing in the forties so it's like but then it was like hey I know this guy who has like a, a rifle with a scope on it and he's a pretty good shot I'll, we'll send him up to like, like a, a local guy yeah. Um, but yeah, like but that's that, that's all the locations. That I think that's like the big, like that's like a big like selling point. And like especially like the forties, like man, they actually shot this on the mountain, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like an actual. And the cartridge chase, like the car chase, I mean, it's super sped up like to make it look faster, but like it's still pretty impressive. Like especially like the, this road, like it's like I don't know if, I don't know if you have seen, like Pike's Peak, like. The road like is it's, it's, like super narrow, super curvy. Like if you in like one wrong turn, you like fall off the mountain kind of road. But, was, but was, the car chase like is like where like Humphrey is like leading the cops on this chase is like on these like really windy mountain roads. And I mean, obviously, it was like, actually someone driving the car. They didn't have like special like 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 have like a, a CG car or like a a fake car or something. So, someone had to, like actually drive like pretty fast in these like mountain roads. So that's pretty, also pretty impressive for, like, the 40s. Like, so, someone definitely could have, like, could have, like, made a wrong turn like, f- flew off, about flew off a car, mountain in the car. flew blew up, yeah, so... It's
1: like, wow, it's just that much for that movie! And, like, he just climbed up this mountain with the wrong car.
0: Yeah. And uh, this movie came out the same year as Multi's Falcon, so I think Multis Falcon definitely kind of, like, overshadows this movie. Um, but High Sierra is still, yeah, definitely still, in, like, a... A solid like huffy Bogart noir. If you wanted to see like a uh, you know Humphrey Bogart just kind of like you know hanging out being a a criminal being a ga- bank robber, but like a likable one. Like it's like the other like what, what he like the other like Ronald Walsh, the other big like raw Walsh movie. Like James Cagney is like a fucking psychopath. <laughs> like he's like a, like a maniac, and Humphrey Bogart is actually like a like a pretty like, like a likable person, even though he's like a criminal bank robber. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, of the two, I mean, Multis Falcon is like s- definitely like <laughs> superior. Like it's like way more like the like the it's more of a mystery. It's like like the the like uh, the the criminal plot is like more interesting. But High Sierra is still very solid. It's Very uh very, if you're if you're looking for like a solid happy movie. And and if you want to see, like, also, like, it basically, like, John Huston, like, you know, the legendary director, like, co-wrote this like, High Sierra, and that basically let him, like, gave him, like, the clout to make Maltese Falcon, because, like, he direct, that was, like, Maltese Falcon was, like, John Huston's directorial debut. So, because he, because he, because he co-wrote High Sierra and was friends with with, uh, Humphrey Bogart, he got to make Humphrey. Maltese Falcon, then, then like went on to make all of all of his like classic movies, like The Searchers and all of, all of his other stuff. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, so that's it, that's it for me this week. So we can wrap things up. Uh, definitely head over site. We got all of our usual stuff up there. Uh, you, you can read a rundown of like the, all that DC Chapter One stuff. If you want to read it on the site. Um, we've got our Warriors of Future commentary up there, so you can check out our our uh, January commentary for that giant Chinese blockbuster that came out last year, with all its like Iron Man clones and evil robots and bug monsters. And we got another commentary coming up soon on the uh, this month on the site, so keep keep an, keep an eye out for that. And uh, trailers, news, all uh, everything else that um, goes up every week is up there. Over check all that stuff out. And, uh, yeah, so for Chris, I am Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram, at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.